You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith, and we're broadcasting from Holy Cross Parish and the Real Presence Radio Network right here in the Upper Midwest. And I'm so grateful to be sharing Catholic life and love and stories of grace and devotion right here in our own neck of the woods. And again, I'm broadcasting from the Diocese of Sioux Falls, and regularly on Real Presence Radio, we feature events and activities that are happening in our area, whether it's a uh, faith formation learning in, in the Diocese of Bismarck, whether it's an activity that's happening in northern Minnesota or southern Minnesota, or even right here um, on the, the Great Plains, what God is doing in the life of the church and in, in evangelization, sharing the good news, the gospel, and, and encouraging other people to be missionary disciples. And, you know, we have so many amazing priest contributors to Real Presence Radio, um, their own personalities, their own backgrounds, their own interests. And it's so fun when people get to discover what a priest uh, is like, you know, when he's not just celebrating the sacraments, um, but also praying and, 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 and offering sacrifices for his church and, and leading his parish family, but also... Um, uh, can he play a game? Is he good in an activity? And, and the Diocese of Sioux Falls is going on. It's a, a really second annual, the third time of doing a, a great program called Last Collar Standing. And so um, I'm, I'm speaking with this morning with the uh, Director of Discipleship and Evangelization, uh, Dr., uh, Mr. Eric Gallagher uh, from the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Eric, thanks for coming back on Real Presence Live. It is so good to be here and to talk about this Last Collar stuff. As you know, I this is just my jam. I love it. And yeah, I <clears throat> thanks for having me on. So uh, if those who are not familiar with Last Caller Standing, and, and of course, during this segment, we'll, we'll let people know uh, when they can tune in, how they can watch, um, what the program is. But uh, just tell our listeners, what is this Last Caller Standing? It, it's an event. Uh, it's an activity. What is it? Yeah, it's, it's an online, kind of a live fun online streamed event. Um, we started it back during the COVID summer um, in in July of 2020. We had to cancel our, our camps that summer. Um, and we uh, we just had this big meeting where we're like, this, our diocesan camp has been around, this would have been like the 33rd year, 32nd year or something um, of having this camp. It's a big deal to cancel this camp. We got to do something. And so we just pulled a few people to a table and said, we got it, let's brainstorm some ideas. And this kind of came from it, but it's a it's an online, it's, we get all the priests on a Zoom call, and then we have kind of a fancy kind of live streaming guy in-house here that puts together graphics and stuff. So it's, it's essentially like a two-and-a-half-hour TV reality show with priests, and it's themed off of the reality TV show Survivor, which has been around for 40, 20, well, 20 years now. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, and so the priests compete in challenges online, and they the losing teams have to vote each other out, and so you kind of kick your own people out, and then in survivor fashion, at the end you bring all the the competitors back, and the the ones who got kicked out that you kicked out of the game now have to vote for you to be the winner or not. Um, so it is. It's really fun because it's a kind of a social game where you 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 want to win, but if you get too competitive, then you get voted out. 
Um, and it, it just brings out, as you said, the life of the priest. I think that's been, I didn't, I knew it'd be fun, but the conversations and the life that people have found and like getting to know priests to see this side of them, it has just been such a gift to the diocese. Well, it's it's a really an amazing thing. And, and for full mm-hmm. disclosure, uh, I was in the event last year and I, I lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, so second place is first loser, but I do have to tell our listeners I came in second <laughs> place. Uh, and I'll tell, I'll tell today I'm going to tell our listeners with you, Eric, on the air, what was going on behind the scenes, and even my strategy as a priest competitor in the competition. I've never really talked about that publicly before, but I've had a lot of people from all over uh, the area and even from other dioceses that watch the program because it's streamed live on YouTube. And, of course, today everybody with their smart television, the whole pandemic upgraded everybody's technology. I mean, even I, I have parishioners who are 95 now who are live streaming things on their on their you know, iPads and things that were gifted to them, my children, grandchildren. So really the accessibility of being able to do a program like this is is something that's really where people are at today. And then also it came out of this necessity, but also the skills that, that the Lord has been using in your office for many years. Uh, uh, Bill Seeley, you know, who does a lot of the production work, um, has been working for the church since the late 1990s um, and has done evangelization work, at one time even being part of a praise and worship band. A lot of people don't know that about Ooh. Bill, but, I mean, that's amazing. God, you guys have been living uh, and sharing the gospel for many years, and then the real fruit of it is this beautiful program and yourself working in youth uh, discipleship and, and, and even developing games and, and even uh, working in small groups, how this can really come together in this program. And I've had people comment to me, that, that show was so well produced. This is like something that, that's never been seen before. Uh, you could sell it to someone else. I imagine uh, people have uh, uh, contacted you um, and said, this was incredible, you know, how you put this together. Um, so the competition, is, as you mentioned, is, is sim- it's an elimination game similar to television's Survivor. Um, now, who were the first two victors of this game? Um, I'll let you disclose to our listeners who won the game in, in the two times you've done this before. Yeah, and it's kind of an insight maybe into the strategy, I think, for the, the people. The, Father Shane Stevens was our first winner. He had just come back kind of into the diocese after being away outside of the diocese for a little while. So he's he's now at St. Mary's in Del Rapids uh, and in Huntimer and in Gerritsen. He's the pastor of those three parishes. Uh, and then last year we had Father Tony Klein, um, who who is one of our brand-new priests. And so I, I think there's an advantage to being the maybe the lesser-known, quieter ones. <laughs> and the, they were both very gentle competitors. I don't know. I, I'm trying to pay attention. I don't. I don't think we have enough data to collect to see to see if there's a constant in all of this. But it's interesting how they won. If you go through and trace it, and I'm such a strategy guy too. I think you and I are similar in that. But like, I want to like I want to understand it so much, just in case. For whatever reason, I get to play a similar game. I want to be able to win. Well, you know, I will, uh, and I'll tell you, Eric, uh, what I did in my preparation for the game. Uh, so, just a little background. Uh, so, each you you have a group of uh, different priests. We'll talk about who's on the docket for this for this next game after after we do our break here in the segment. But uh, 
you know, each priest receives a package in the mail that includes several items that will be used in the different challenges. Um, there's different rounds and there's an elimination. And so similar to any other reality TV elimination scenario, um, people, the different priest competitors will be eliminated. You also feature on the live stream different watch parties. So there was like webcams that were showing different parishes that had their teams and rooting for their different priests. Um, keep in mind, we did this all during a period of social distancing, uh, using the new technology. So people were able to participate in all sorts of ways. And I was amazed at the number of faithful members of the church who even people I, I had never expected would make a remark to me, oh, I voted for you, Father, because even the listeners can participate um, through yeah. uh, texting, through, through being involved. I um, mean, also making uh, donations that support ministries in the church. Um, before the break, I'm going to tell you, in my strategy, Eric, what I did is I actually spoke to a parishioner of mine who is a fervent fan of the television show Survivor, which is an elimination reality program. Uh, this woman watches and listens to podcasts that break down the strategy. I knew she had expertise in these kinds of strategy games, and so I asked her, what should I do? And she said, one effective strategy is called the meat shield strategy, which is not a very charitable uh, strategy, but what it is is you make alliances with other competitors and you do those alliances. Now, in the television program, they're able to show how these alliances are made, you know, in secret or behind the scenes. But my alliances were made with different priests. Uh, in conversation, either around, um, in email, or even in text message with my brother priest competitors from the diocese, and then you betray those people during the game, <laughs> so that you insulate yourself, and so in a certain sense, some could say, Father Smith, you were like Judas in that game. You uh, did not live up to your priestly uh, identity, but in fact, and of course, I became the first loser there at second place, because in the end, that strategy didn't work out for me and wasn't effective for me winning the game, but that was my strategy. Um, and because people didn't see me double dealing in the background uh, with making those alliances, which would be fine if they did, um, because that kind of brings heightens up the strategy component of the game. Mm -hmm. um, uh, was I dishonest? Well, the circumstances are so uh, that, you know, I'm not lying, but when it came down to it, you just had to make those certain decisions, and that's that's what those elimination games are, are set up to do: heighten that experience, um, and really just uh, see that. You know, what were some other? You know, we talked about those first two competitors being quiet. You know, what are other strategies that you think might have been effective? Well, I think definitely there, there's the key rounds where, like, the last two before you get to the very end, like, you have to win. So mm -hmm. that's a huge, a huge reality of the game is if you, because if you win, then you're safe. And you can, you could essentially win your way through the whole game until you get to the vote, but then you also have to, like, have everyone kind of vote for you in the end. So that that is the unique, um, yeah, you have to be the nice one, but you also have to be, people have to understand your game. And I, so I think it's, watching online, I've seen almost every season, I think my wife and I are big fans of the, the Survivor Series, and it is, it's interesting because you really do kind of, you got to be friends, but you got to be competitive, so it's almost, yeah, I don't know, you're, your strategy is dead on with what they do in Survivor is you make these alliances, but then you have to be able to explain, like, why it was smart for you to 
to kick them out. And just unfortunately in our game, like you in your situation, like didn't have much time to really like make that case. Right. Well, I think it's a, it it is fun and and just be able to disclose. I never anticipated winning the, some of those challenges to, to have that safety. So I thought it would be a goner, but we're, when we're going to take a short break, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about what kinds of challenges, where do you get the ideas for those games and what the priest are, are in, for, in store for as we gear up for another uh, last caller standing here in another week. Um, stay tuned right here on Real Presence Live. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. How do you know when someone may be contemplating suicide? I'm Father Chris Alar. This person will often exhibit certain warning signs, indicators such as their talk, like killing themselves or having no purpose in life, their behavior, like drug abuse, withdrawal from others, or abnormal sleep patterns, or their mood, like being depressed or having anxiety, can all be warning signs. So mental health professionals are now encouraging you to engage in dialogue with those who appear to be at risk. By talking openly about suicide, Asking if they are okay and listening to their feelings, you may save their life. To find out more, please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Hi, this is Mark Holcraft. And this is Dr. Joseph Holcraft. You know, Mark, Jesus asks 307 questions in sacred scripture. He has asked 183, of which he only answers three. What's the business with all of this questioning going on in the Bible? Well, Joe, there's a lot there, and we'll be ready to take that on. Tune in to hear about these questions and more on Awaken, every second and fourth Wednesday at 7 a.m. Central, here on Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith, and this morning we're talking with Eric Gallagher for the Diocese of Sioux Falls about this upcoming Sunday afternoon's uh, last collar standing competition it's an online program that can be viewed all around the world, um, and it features priests of the Diocese of Sioux Falls facing off, squaring off in an elimination game, a challenge of strategy, but also uh, a challenge of real skill and also trivia, uh, knowledge in all aspects of human life, and a great and fun opportunity uh, for people to cheer on their favorite contestant and uh, you know, people from all backgrounds, even uh, people of, of little faith background, 
have watched this program and have found it really fascinating just because of its its quality of production and really even just the it's very enticing out and you can really look in to see who's going to win you know of of these contestants and so uh, for our listeners who haven't seen last caller standings what kind of things do the priests do in the program you know what as as they go down what are some of the the challenges and and how do they progress through the game yeah so in light of the again kind of like we try to we i really try to do uh, have things kind of within the tradition of the Survivor TV series. Like, there's some, like, sort of respect we have to pay <laughs> to those who are, like... There's actually a lot of, like, people who have said, like, Eric, I'm a huge Survivor fan, and you, like, did justice by, like, doing this. Um, but, so they have anything from, like, little kind of, like, physical challenges. Like, we've done ones where they had to stack dice on a... I think it was dice. They had to stack them on a board. Um, and hold it in place without dropping, things like that, all the way to, like, trivia, culture trivia. Um, a lot of times we'll do, like, we did a, a, a biblical spelling bee that the first year, and that was a lot of fun where we they had to spell these, like, crazy names from the Bible. Um, we, we have some really fun things kind of in store for this time that I... Um, or I would say one of the more popular ones has been the scavenger hunts. We give mm. them, like, a list of items, and they need to go and, like, find those items so that they're encouraged to, like, be in their offices where they might have a lot of this kind of stuff. Like, an example is how many how many Matthew Kelly books can you bring? Uh, and if so, yeah. <laughs> uh, you get certain point value for each one. And so, uh, of course, Matthew Kelly, Dynamic Catholic, is... Pretty much, I think, fair to say there's a presence of that in every Catholic parish in America right now. Um, you can at least, at least they mail them out to, to the priest, um, even just individual copies, or you could have cases of them. And so, quick, Father, go and run and find as many Matthew Kelly books as you can find. <laughs> well, you know, you know, I'm running down the very center aisle of, of, <laughs> of my parish from my rectory, uh, just with books falling out of my arms as I'm running back because you only have one minute to get those books and then get back in front of your computer screen and there you are uh, and so and then it could be that the priest says oh there's a ton of them but they're not I know where they're at but I'm not near them and so I won't be able to get those right now or whatever the case may be so just a, what a and fun, we, we definitely maybe we may be in our programming kind of plan to set up the drama like that. It's like yeah. we, we know these things about our priests, and so we're like, I could definitely see Father Father Tim Smith run in to get some Matthew Kelly books. <laughs> so we definitely, unfortunately, I think we do like look for entertainment value as we're putting together the schedule <laughs> for, the, for the game. <laughs> And the uh, and you could also see that you know there's a competitor who says I got none of that and they're just sitting there twiddling yeah. their thumbs you know they're like they're like oh he's getting it oh he's not getting it so and just if, you know we everyone you know game shows have been such a part of of programming life in the United States even radio or television and and now online uh, it's really just a great development well Eric who's competing this year uh, who are the priest contestants that you have. That are going to be in the program and that are that are logging on. Yeah, we have we actually pull we got we have a couple of unique ones this time because a lot of times it's just like um, our, our like parish priests from around the diocese. But this year we were we were able to get a couple of other kind of unique people. Father uh, Jim Mason, who's a, a rector out in St. Louis, um, a priest of the diocese of Sioux Falls, he's going to be joining us. Um, Father Dickinson up in Aberdeen. 
uh, is joining us, Father Jacob Doty, uh, who's here in Sioux Falls, Father Jeff Norfolk, uh, Father John Rutten, Father Jordan Sampson, our vocations director, Archbishop Thomas Gullickson, who is uh, kind of newly back to the diocese. Um, I, I don't know the appropriate, like, what he was. So you okay, yeah, so, here's a, so not only will you have priests from a diocese, you will have a retired papal nuncio, which is a yes. which is a formal diplomat for the Vatican that has served the church uh, internationally in several foreign nations in Europe, in Central America, and so uh, who has graduated from the Vatican diplomatic <clears throat> corps uh, in the 1980s with uh, Pope St. John Paul II and served all the popes up through so, uh, Pope Francis. And so what a gift that is to have a uh, archbishop is competing, um, and I imagine if there's a if there's a point given to the people who can speak the most amount of foreign languages, Archbishop <laughs> Gullickson will win the top prize for that. Uh, he's a gifted man, and he has served the church uh, faithfully and well. And so that that's a real highlight to have. Uh, even a, even an archbishop will be participating uh, in this competition. Uh, we had each of them send in their. Uh their strategies for the game as kind of a fun thing. And he said, right or wrong, I plan to play it cool so as not to overwhelm my fellow callers. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's his, his strategy for the game. Well, um, And then the other two, we have Father Scott Miller, who's a newly ordained as well, Father Scott Trainer, who people might know from outside the diocese as well, uh, Father Tom Hartman, Father Tom Anderson, uh, who's done in Yankton, and Father Tyler Matson. Um, so we got a good lineup of kind of older, newer, younger, all over the board, kind of all over the diocese. Um, and again, I, I think it's, especially in a rural diocese like South Dakota, a lot of times people know their priests. Um, I work, I've worked with youth for a, long, a lot of times, and I know a lot of youth who would say, well, I've only really known one or two priests my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to meet and see and get to know so many other priests, there's just a gift. And seeing maybe their own priests interact with other priests is also a gift, so... We're very excited about it. There is something about the component of even video uh, that really communicates something to people uh, in my own parish. Obviously, we live in the age of uh, screen time and and, uh, streaming uh, religious services uh, in our Catholic faith, you know, uh, streaming of of celebrations of Mass to, to make the faith, the parish experience available to other people. Uh, and there's shortcomings and drawbacks to that, but there's something about ordinary life um, shared, and in, mm-hmm. in, in that really is more captivating. For example, if I I have a you know a, a dumb video of me fishing on on YouTube, and I get more responses from that than I do on my Sunday homily, which is always mm-hmm. you know customarily uploaded to the parish website. So there's something about just seeing. Uh, the priest in in their outside of that that milieu that is captivating for people in their own home when they're watching it on YouTube or their own digital device. So this year you're fundraising for a specific purpose. This is great fun. It's a great way of sharing Catholic life and love, and, and it's great entertainment. But it's also a means of fundraising. People can and can support and and can do it through making a, a generous contribution and offering to support the church's ministry. So what are you guys fundraising for? with Last Caller Standing. Yeah, we have this new diocesan missionary program. Uh, it's a year-round program for missionaries um, to serve in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, and it's called Lumen Christi. 
Um, and this serves as kind of, is really our primary fundraiser right now for that. Um, and the money that's raised for this will be used to support um, them being able to go out into the parishes. Really, the, the program set up in a way where we, what we ask of the parishes generally is to provide housing and food. And we want to kind of raise the support and draw the support in other ways. Um, and so this is one of those ways where people can, like, contribute and support the mission of Lumen Christi, but also cheer on their priests. Um, we hope it's just a really fun way to kind of get involved, um, to bring about some awareness of Lumen Christi, because it is new. It's slowly kind of growing and making a greater presence around the diocese. But essentially, this money will go to support these young adults. We have seven of them in the diocese right now. Um in their mission to go and to build relationships with people and to invite those people if they don't already have a relationship with Jesus, uh, and then to really help them foster and grow that relationship over time. So it's a very relationally focused ministry, um, and this money, every every bit of money that goes to this um, directly benefits their work around the diocese. Well, and you know, that's a beautiful encouragement, uh, just how we can connect uh, great uh, resources and, and also support ministry in the church while at the same time having a good time. You know, how can our listeners watch uh, Last Collar Standing, or even uh, some of those who work in the church say, this is a great idea, maybe this is something we can also uh, do with our own uh, personnel, our own priest or clergy personnel. Um, Where can they watch? Where can they get the experience? Where can they tune in on this Sunday, uh, January 16th? Yeah, so the easiest way to stay updated is to text. Um, you can text the keyword "last caller" as one word uh, to the number eight four five seven six, and we'll send out texting updates. That's actually how they vote too. But we'll through that text, we'll send links to the live stream, um, and it'll be live stream on the diocesan YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com/sfdiocese or the diocesan Facebook page. It'll be all over if they're following diocesan stuff. But if they're not connected to the diocese in some way, they can they can text that number or go to sfcatholic.org slash lastcaller. Um, yeah, and I, I do. I'd, I'd love to see a day where we have last caller standing with three different dioceses starting, and there's maybe four four priests from three different dioceses, and we see which teams compete. That, I, that would be a lot of fun. But if they have questions, they could definitely reach out to me at the Diocese of Sioux Falls as well. Well, I think it's a it's a great program. Again, that will be also if you miss the exact start time at four o'clock. The great thing about streaming video is it's it's uh, there cataloged in the library, and you can always watch it at a later time. And I've heard of people rewatching the program over and over because it's so fun. Uh, so, uh, last caller standing again, sfcatholic.org. That's this Sunday, January sixteenth. Eric Gallagher, thanks for joining us right here on Real Presence Live. We're glad you're here. Thank you, Father. Well, coming up next, we're going to talk about a conference on integral ecology and agriculture and why it matters and it's related to our faith and our care for God's creation. That's up next right here on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Radio Network.